0: What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. So what uh, did you do for your fourth? I know you were really busy with the house and everything.
1: Yeah, just uh, we did. Um, I told you we watched Stranger Things for like eight hours. Yeah, uh, cooked up some burgers. What's best than binging stuff on Netflix? Oh, that's great, especially when you have like nowhere to go and you like it's a it's a long weekend, so it's not like Sunday night or something like yep. that. You got to go work the next day. Indeed. And then we did. I had a nice little spread. Made some burgers, um, some fries. Uh, What's better than a nice burger? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. There's burger fries, leftover mac and cheese from oh. the restaurant we had gone to the day before, dogfish head, Man. um, and and then some veggies, and then for dessert, ice cream sundae. Wow. A little Ben & Jerry's, a little bit uh oh. a little bit of chocolate sauce little bit of fresh, warmed-baked, <laughs> Sorry, fresh cookies, I remember, too. I remember something. I was about to say. I was like, I don't, I don't know why you're so excited about my Ben and Jerry. I remembered something. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, it was a hell of a meal, man. It was a hell of a meal. Uh, some burgers, some ice cream. It's America. And then, you know, the you got the neighbors that launched the uh, – oh, there you go. How about that? <laughs> you got the neighbors that launched the fireworks – in the neighborhood which Damn you know neighbors. at times is okay mm-hmm. and then like it carries on throughout the night a little late and you're oh, like, yeah, you Guys, get those you it's, like, it's like you know, midnight, and you're still launching these things. And then they don't dispose of them properly, too. So you're like, they're going to set this Crap whole neighborhood everywhere. on fire, and there's stuff all over the place. And then they, they launch them for the next, like, three days after it. We yeah. had fireworks going on like, last night. <laughs> it's June 7th here. It was insane. It was insane. But I'll, I'll get into that a little bit more later in the show yeah. for one of our, our later segments. What, but, what, what, uh, were,
0: some, were some of your – uh they say it for, 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 for Ground My Gears. Were, were some of your – uh, items that you just said for the the eatery sure, items, sure, were, sure. Those 4th items yeah. were those July Fourth items or were those yeah
1: you mean for the eating
0: yeah 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 oh yeah no I, I made I didn't know if that was just like over the weekends or we haven't no we haven't you know because we obviously you sure. were you doing a lot of house stuff so we had kind of yeah. had to bypass the show last week Again, yeah. go back on our uh, podcast here you can listen to Chase Hughes interview
1: uh, oh a yeah we gave the people ago, some so. good content yeah no this was uh, specifically so my my meals over the four day weekend as far as the highlights. Dogfish Head for sure. We did that wen- that Wednesday. Yeah, um, had a couple beers. Had uh, nice. they have this uh, chicken and waffles dish there that Ooh, I got beautiful. It was fantastic. Um, uh, we did the July Fourth uh, burgers and fries on Saturday. We did Bone Appetito. Um, I gotta look at this place you've been mentioning. It was okay. It was I, I got it because it was pretty highly rated online. Eh, it was all right. I give it like a seven point <laughs> two out of ten. Um, and, and so I definitely picked out on Sunday with the women's world cup, I had some left. So it, here's my move lately. My move lately is I'll get pizza and then I'll also order some wings, but I won't eat the wings with the pizza. I'll have the wings the next day. So we had gotten the pizza on Saturday. Okay. I had the wings ready to go for women's world cup on Sunday. That's nice. Worked out perfectly. That's nice. I'm a genius. It sounds like it. I'm a food genius. That way I don't have to order food twice. It's all right there. Yeah. Pizza, wings. I got my ring doorbell with the camera and everything oh, I like that. It. So I got it. So I saw the pizza guy roll up. It was weird, though, because I, I, I thought the pizza guy might have been here, and I got the, like, notification of, like, oh, like, somebody might be nearby. But he didn't, like, ring the doorbell or anything. He was standing there, like, on his phone or something. Yeah, there's a little little shot of the neighborhood there from my camera. Wow. So I can see if – Abby's um, got a nice parking spot. Yeah, she's, she's right there in front. I saw her, like uh, – I, I act like I
0: saw her yesterday. No, I saw her on the road like three months ago. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I
1: know those racing stripes. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You got. You can tell those that car. You can pick that car out of a crowd. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. We. Uh, it was good. It was good food. A lot of beer. Um. And a lot of beer and food. And then I was like, man, now I got to eat healthy again after a four day weekend. Yeah. Went to the gym a couple times. Got up early Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um. And then uh, got up this morning, and yeah, man, it's 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 the holiday. It's depressing though, because July Fourth is such a great holiday. Yeah, and now we're stuck until Labor Day weekend. Cause, exactly because August gives us nothing. There's yeah, nothing in August. My birthday's in August.
0: Eh, not important. Yeah, it's not really that important. I have a lot of fam- <laughs> a lot of family members uh, that are that were born in August. But that's besides the point. Um, yeah, for my Fourth of July eats. I went over to my aunt's house. It was kind of like a small little get-together kind of thing. little shindig, as yeah. they say. Yeah, because she has a pool, and we had cornhole and Ooh. stuff like that. Uh, the problem was, it was I remember 4th of July, it was kind of like overcast was rainy, rainy kind of yeah. weird thing. So it was kind of like off and on and stuff like that. It was kind of hot, but um, uh, actually, it was not kind of a hot. great pool day because yeah. of all the rain. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the Nats were on early that day, yep. obviously, yep. and stuff like that. And um, it was nice to see everybody and everything like that, and we had... We had a lot of food, actually. Surprisingly, like my mom told me that, hey, bring a side dish or something like that. So I say, what do you want me to bring? She's like, well, I heard you know Giant or Harris Teeter or something like that has a really good chip deal or something like that. I was like, uh, okay. I thought we'd bring a side dish. Chip I was, deal. I was thinking about making something, and she actually told me to just bring chips. So I was, like, I was like, I was like, okay, whatever. So I, of course, the Harris Teeter right down the road. Did they I'm, have a good chip deal. Oh yeah, Harris Teeter, buy one get one free. Ooh, I'll the see. big bags. Yeah, well, I guess our family—it well, was not really the Still, big, though. the big, big. It's like yeah. like the like the flaming hot Doritos I got over there. So I, I so what I did, I went in there, got you know nacho cheese and mm-hmm. and, and, and the regular cool ranch stuff like that because that's a normal Doritos. Sure. If you, if you get something else, someone's like, oh well, why would you get this one? And it's like, okay, let's go with the norm. You gotta get a few flavors, exactly. So I went with the norm, and I of course I already no, had totally. I already I already had two bags of, of uh, they're behind that little lunchbox. Okay, over there. gotcha. Uh, I already had two bags of that right here, yeah, like right. brand new. My mom, nice. my mom bought them for me because she found that chip deal. Yeah. So then I went over there to get the chips. Like a couple days later, sure. got two more bags. They're my they're my car.
1: No, yeah, <laughs> I, I brought them in,
0: and I was like. I'm I'm I, I told I'm a menace to society right now because I keep buying these damn Flamin' uh, Doritos. You're keeping them a businessman. It's unbelievable, dude. You might have to have one of these before I'll you I'll leave. I'll definitely grab one for sure. Oh my gosh, dude! These things are just immaculate. Buy one, get one free. You're obsessed. Two bags for four bucks. I couldn't beat that because no, the best deal, deal I found before that was two bags for five bucks at Harris Teeter. Yeah, and then because they keep they keep varying it, they keep varying it between like the ruffles and then the Doritos and then the Cheetos and stuff like that. So they they keep varying it between all of them. Uh but whenever whenever I see a two for four or two for five, I'm getting those things. I'm addicted to chips right now. You're addicted to chips. Yeah.
1: I mean chips are pretty damn good. <laughs> I, I said will yeah. Say. I said yeah like another one. Yeah, we thing. did uh I like the uh French Abby likes that French onion dip or whatever it is. It's like it's called, uh, it's called Hell of a Good Dip. Hell of a good dip. I and haven't then, had that in forever and actually yeah. I don't
0: know if I've ever had it, but yeah. There yeah, go. I
1: hadn't had it for most of my life, but then I met Abby and she she eats so, those so like we were uh, I was just munching on some chips yeah, a hell of a good dip just nonstop. And that was before we got to the burgers and fries and yeah. all that stuff.
0: That's the problem is with, the, with these type of chips, I'm so addicted to them that yeah. it's, it's like, like I sit there and I just keep eating them. And, and the other day, yeah, the, fir- 5, the, the, the first them. bag of those two mm-hmm. – um, I think I finished the bag in one day, and, yeah. it, and, I, and the problem was I took breaks.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got to let yourself like breathe a little <laughs> well, bit. Well, not,
0: not even not even a break like that. Like I took a break where I rolled it up and I put it away. You know, yeah. And then that's I fun. went You're back. Like, and got not, I don't need any. I'm just addicted then, to it. You know, it's like it's it's like nicotine to me for all these smokers out there. They, or they just or get vapors it. or whatever. They know what they're doing, man. They know what they're doing. And, and uh, but so, anyways, I had that, and uh, I brought the chips over there, but they they had. Burg- like I said, I th- I thought it was like oh bring a side yeah. dish, bring something a little finger food we'll be done. Some people brought like actual baked meals, but I was like okay. So we had ever had corn pudding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. That, is, 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 it's qu- a Thanksgiving thing? Isn't that the isn't that like the where it's like the tray and it has like it's like cornbread with corn in it or something like that? Or no, it's, it's like, like
1: softer. Yeah, it's definitely a lot softer. It's more of like gel type. Thing. It's got like corn in it, and it's like a, almost like a jello with corn kind of.
0: I don't know if it's the right same thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know. I got to figure it out. I don't know. I, don't, I never know what the name of it is, but
0: it's yeah. pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, so we had some of that. My mom went to and I, the, the new thing, the new fad yeah. is already baked meals. You have to throw them in the oven. Yeah. So, it's a good, that's so, a good way to live. yeah, <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Exactly. Whole Foods has those a lot. My mom yeah. went to uh, Costco or something like that. And she got these sausage lasagna. Oh, things. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. done the Costco frozen lasagna. It, Exactly. And they were dope, too. Yeah. Uh, and she had one of those out there. Uh, my aunt or my uncle, uh, you know, he he did the burgers. With that. He had a, a boatload of burgers. And uh, my other aunt made um, some mac and cheese with mm. something else in it, like some, like, it was like bacon bits or something like that or something like Solid. that nature. And they had, obviously, a couple other things, but I just stayed towards the, my essentials. Yeah. And it was kind of gross uh, for me. Or not gross for me. It was gross <laughs> to other people to probably look at if they actually saw it. Yeah. So I put a bun, and then I put a burger down. Okay, put a little bit of catch, and then okay. I put a scoop of mac and cheese. Not on gross. It. It's not gross. Oh uh, well, no, gross! To some other people, not us. Yeah, not, oh, yeah <laughs> let's no, be no, honest here. No. Done that before. Not us. Yeah. Put, yeah. put a little scoop of mac on mm-hmm. there, and then I put another burger on top. Oh, that's such a great. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, it's brilliant. And it's... then, and then I put the bun on top. Yeah. and dude. It, now, that's probably one of the hef- heftiest burgers I've had in like oh, the past five then, years. But was it delicious? Oh, it was great.
1: Yeah. It, it it's incredible. I mean, uh what's one of those places does a does a cheeseburger with mac and cheese like uh um What's the one at the mall that everyone is, uh, Cheesecake Factory. They do a okay. they do a, a mac and cheeseburger. I've been at Cheesecake Factory like twice. Yeah, yeah. They, they do a mac and cheeseburger. Exactly yeah, so and use like addiction. They kinda took your idea a little bit. Yeah. But it, they don't do the burger they don't do the mac and cheese in between two burgers, though. So that's yeah. like on next level stuff. It was stuff. like glue. So, it was yeah. so, so, you know, they had to glue That's, the burgers together You can yeah, out, slide out a little bit Yeah, yeah.
0: And it was, it, was, it was pretty nice, too Because, you know, I went with that And I got a little bit of lasagne uh, And then a little corn pudding thing whatever, yeah. whatever it's called And then I had more mac and cheese So my, my plastic Great. tray so that yeah, or not the what's not plastic? What what's the like little like foam trays or whatever the hell you get? Sure. Um, it's uh, I'll just I'll show it to you later. It's kind of like it's basically like a tray that you get at school back in the day, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like plastic like yeah. hard. It was like it was like like the styrofoam. Kinda okay, kinda, okay, kinda I know kinda what kinda you crap. mean. I know what you mean. And uh so basically, it was um, full to capacity. Oh man, I had a lot of mac and cheese, yeah. g- dude. The problem was is that <laughs> that night I felt so fat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went to bed and I felt like I had like a. A, a rhinoceros stomach. Yeah. It was like ridiculous yeah, I, know, I literally I went to bed And I was like I felt like I felt like I was breathing But my stomach wasn't really moving You felt like you were On your favorite show My like 600 pound lunch <laughs> Yeah Because like I said I felt like I was breathing But my stomach wasn't moving I think my lungs inside Were moving But I was so <laughs> oh fat Because <my> <laughs> I went back I must have had Probably that had that burger I had maybe two more Regular burgers yeah. And I had probably three or four more scoops of mac and cheese.
1: And I'm like, oh, my dude. Was, I mean, was I'm not saying though. that I wouldn't be right there with you. It was unbelievable. It was. I didn't get to indulge in that. but It was the heftiest meal I've had in a long time. You got to invite me next time, man. I would put away at least oh, yeah. a couple trays. Uh, oh, yeah. oh A couple I, tray turners. Uh, yeah, a couple tray turners. For sure. Um, and, uh,
0: the, that bag over there, it's yeah. all the condiments in there. So me and Jim went to Taco Bell like a week and a half ago or something like that. And the person said, hey, um. Which, by the way, Grubhub used to do Taco Bell right here, right down the yeah, road yeah. on, on, on Ash or Island County Parkway, and they used to deliver here. But now, all of a sudden, the app for Taco Bell says, "Yeah, we deliver there." Yeah. I go to Grubhub; it's nowhere to be found. Wow! And it's, you, you, you can't, you can't blast I'm like, yeah, you, so you I, need an investigation. Oh, I'm calling. Trust me, yeah. I'm calling because that's I was like, the key is to get it delivered here. Yeah. So I ended up go. We, we, we said we said screw. We were, we were really hungry, or something like that. We needed something fast. <laughs> Excuse me, I had a blue moon. <laughs> um. But, so. I ended up. Uh, I probably should have turned away, but that's I, all right. You burped directly in the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, excuse me. Uh, but then I. So I went. To, we went to Taco Bell. The guy's like, "You want any sauce?" I said, "Yeah, get a couple handfuls in there, whatever." So all of a sudden, we come out and that bag, I, dude. I've never seen so much sauce in my life. <laughs> it had probably seventy sauce, and the guy hooked you up, dude. That bag, I've yeah. been using sauce on almost every single thing I've eaten the last week yeah. and a half. And that bag still has twenty five sauces in it. The guy hooked you up? Oh, he did, and I thank him for it. I mean, he doesn't care. Well, because the problem was when me and Jen got back here, we looked, we looked for what you know, whatever we had in there. Uh, like who was, who's was who? Yeah. I look in there, and I'm like, I'm digging, and I'm like swimming through yeah. sauces. Yeah. I mean, oh, my. It could be worse, man. Some, no, they could have gotten you, it, like,
1: two packets.
0: Exa- well, yeah. Then you would have been pissed. Like, like Chick-fil-A where you order it online. hey, the new thing, order Chick-fil-A on their app because you get those, those uh, bonuses, like the rewards. Okay. Now, I'm not saying you go to, like, the stupid Papa John's thing where they give you a reward and say, oh, free, free pizza, you know, yeah. like a month later. I'm talking about, literally, you go to Chick-fil-A, you order, you know, 15, 20 bucks worth of stuff or whatever yeah. you get because um, it's a little more expensive. You do it on the app. You say, I'm coming to the drive-thru. You say, I have a mobile order. That's, like, my go-to now. I mobile order everything, and I go there um, to the drive-thru. And they will give you points. So on you can mobile order through the drive-thru. Yeah. So basically, is like, Interesting. a couple times when I was working and stuff like that, like, if I'm on my way home or something like that, I would literally go on, their app, go on the app. Like, it would be Taco Bell, McDonald's, something like that. And I'm hungry real fast, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And Chick-fil-A is the go-to. So I... I ended up legit ordering it. Go to the Chick-fil-A app, you order order your meal. Sure. You, you obviously you pick the location first. You order your meal and you say you're going to go uh, curbside, which don't do curbside. I did that one time like a couple few years ago when I was new. It sucks. <laughs> they don't know you're there. Um, <laughs> and then you, do, you, you, you drive through or do uh, pickup inside or whatever. Yeah. You drive through. You just go through the drive through. They have your order sitting right there. So you can select everything you want. And, and the good thing is you can edit it and customize it so the person pressing buttons doesn't screw it up. You can edit yeah. it, put cheese on your spicy chicken sandwich, nice, something like that. Nice. It was nice. So you do all that stuff. And then you go up and say, I got a mobile order. And say, Mike. And you say, yep. Because you, you stuck your car. And they can see what you got. And then you say, okay, cool. And they say, pull around. Because you pay through it on, on here. Like Apple yeah, Pay yeah, yeah. or something like that. So then they just hand it to you and you're good to go. And the best part about it is, like I said, they give you points. I'll show this to you in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. They give you points. So I've gotten free chicken sandwiches. I've gotten you're, free, you're the mil- app, man. free milkshakes, free you know breakfast free You your way around a good fast food stuff. app. And the best thing about it is my parents are on the Chick fil A grind right now for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's, like, they are. And every single time I've seen them order, I said, let me order it so I can get yeah. the points. I've got last, like, last week, I got like 400 points. Like, and, and the 400 points is like a whole entire Chick fil A sandwich. They couldn't free. be more proud of their son. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, all, all, every single day. Technology <laughs> is the best. Um, but I tell you, man. Oh man, I'm so hungry right now. I can order this Papa John's, but I'm just I'm kind of waiting. Did you, see, did you see the picture of Papa John's I sent you like a couple weeks ago or something like that, or last week or something like that when I when I said I I said I said something like. Uh, like, damn, this looks... This looks, this looks oh, yeah, 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 I said yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, I, said, I think I said a curse word or two. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I remember. I remember. I, I, that, that order was pretty damn good. For yeah. 15 bucks, you get those 10-piece chicken poppers. Solid. Like I, a good popper. I tried that mambo sauce they got now, and
1: it's... Yeah, I didn't... It was I, like I'm a barbecue not, sauce that was just sauce, not barbecue. Yeah, it's like a DC thing is mambo sauce, but like... Or mambo, but like, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't get it on the Papa John's pizza, I, I think. No, I didn't probably,
0: get it on the pizza. I got it on the poppers. Oh, okay. It's, it's free to get yeah. it on the
1: poppers. Huh. And, you know, and I, was like, I was like, I'll say, I'll
0: try it. You know, I like, I, I like, feel you free know. to order whatever you want. Don't wait I, well, on me. I, I, well, I'm not waiting on you. No, trust <laughs> me. You are not have to turn me. I'm just, I'm just, wondering if I can get a better deal than that, um, <laughs> which obviously it's like a godsend right now. Yeah. You, get, you get Nats 50 when they don't score seven runs. Um, it's crazy. I probably shouldn't say that beat on air, the but they're, they're not going to listen to me right now. You beat the I'll, system. I'll order it before that happens. Anyways. Episode number thirty six. Uh, what's yes, this called sir. again? DC crossover. That's <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> Forgot exactly what the podcast is called there for a second. But again, DC crossover. Episode thirty six. Let's get it going. It's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's pieces. They're called Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. <laughs> they're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm not. A, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs. I just hope we can win a game We're talking about practice, man We're talking about practice We're talking about practice We ain't talking about the game We're talking about practice,
1: man But they are who we thought they were And we let them out the hook This is what's great about sports This is what the greatest thing about sports is
0: Hello You play to win the game Hello and welcome, GC Crossover followers. It is Mike Saron and Mr. Ben Simpson. I did it again. I don't know why I say the name and then I. Well, I think last. I don't know what it was last week. I, anyways, who cares? Uh, it's been a couple of weeks off. Uh, so, anyways, this is episode number thirty six, I believe, Mr. Simpson. And yep. obviously, uh, you know, we were busy last week. We couldn't do a show last week. Obviously, you had your new house thing. Congratulations once again. Appreciate that. Um, and My uh, new house thing. That's yeah, what they call it. Yeah, that's what they call it nowadays. Uh, but obviously, tonight, as we record this on monday it is the home run derby yep and uh, a lot of guys which obviously we'll get into a little bit later after our nat segment uh we'll just briefly talk about the bracket and whatnot um and who we think we're going is gonna win because by the time we're done with this it's probably gonna be like maybe the first couple batters and we don't yeah. really care because Vlad vlad jr is gonna beat you know mr chapman or whatever is the guy's name was from the the board game clue matt um, chapman yeah whatever his name is and because uh, Kristen yellow is just out now the back issue yeah so um which is well, actually i'd rather have him out because the whole fact that i want to see him somehow break a record for this yeah. season uh which, which crazy. is crazy his stat line is unbelievable but again this is episode number 36 of the dc crossover the dc crossover where we cross over all four major sports teams in the washington dc market as long as they have some breaking news or they're in season and this episode we're going to talk about the one and only Washington Wizards, and then the Washington Nationals and get into a little Grind My Gear segment to end the episode. So, Ben, let's get right into our newly rejuvenated Washington Wizards, I guess you
1: could say. Beal again gets an angle, throws it off the glass and scores! He's been phenomenal! Orange third of the game. We're tied at 144. Beal, nice move, lays it up and scores! Oh, my! for Bradley Beal. The Washington Wizards. We don't know if we're going to have
0: Bradley Beal or not. Yeah, you may have to that uh, sound effect there. Yep. We'll see, though. Yeah, might have to create more work for me. Uh, but yeah, for sure. We don't know if Bradley Beal is going to be on the team next year. Number one, I texted Chase Hughes. He's been busy, obviously, at the Summer League. and They got their game going on. So uh, hopefully he gets back to us by next week or so. Um, but definitely, that's one big thing that has been transpiring over the last three or four days yeah. is that the rumors of the Miami Heat interest in Bradley Beal and possibly John Wall, because that's the stipulation right now is, Anybody who wants Bradley Beal has to take on the John Wall contract. So obviously that minimizes the suitors for Bradley Beal for the most part, unless they get some astronomical amount of picks, just like the Paul George deal uh, to LA. But overall, uh, just looking at the Wizards team in in general – It's a pretty brand new team here, Mr. Simpson, with a lot of different guys, a lot of different faces, uh, and and obviously their summer league game, which is right now going on. They're in the third quarter as we record this. uh, But overall, they had their summer league game on Saturday, got a lot of uh, new additions with C.J. Miles, with... Dav- davis, I guess they call it, uh, which is called Davis here. Davis-Bertens. Uh, Dav- Dav- davis Uh, You know, so they got two guys uh, that are new on the team. They waived Jonathan Simmons, uh, which cleared up a few million in cap space. And overall, they have a lot of new faces, a lot of big departures, which we will get to right now.
1: Yeah, Tommy's been busy uh, yeah. cleaning up the mess that Ernie, his predecessor, left him. And, and really, the emphasis has seemed to be um, sending out the bad contracts and, and, and bringing in low budget, um, you know, good, solid moves, acquiring a lot of picks, um, especially second round picks, which was something this team wasn't going to even have. Um, so he's been busy. I mean, it's been very interesting to kind of see the types of moves he, he's made, especially at the point guard position where we were originally looking at this as a wallless Wizards Wizards uh, for the near future with the injury and you know, Tomas Sadoransky being the possible starting point guard. Now it's going to be kind of a point guard platoon with Ish Smith and Isaiah Thomas. Um, and then you bring in shooters like C.J. Miles, like Bertans. You got uh, some nice young talent from L.A. and Mo Wagner um, and uh, Isaac Bunga and, and, you know, things like that. So it's been interesting. It's been interesting. This is not necessarily and, – and then obviously the draft picks in Admiral and Rui. Um, This is a Wizards team where, at least, if if things stay pat, if things stay the way they are right now, um, and there isn't some big Bradley Beal move, uh, this is a season where, you know, you won't expect a lot, but you know there could be some flashes here and there. I mean, could Isaiah Thomas get back to the Isaiah Thomas of three seasons ago, and then give the Wizards kind of the opportunity to say, "Hey, we can just keep this guy as our point guard rather than and and just ship off John Wall." you know, Troy Brown Junior has been looking good in summer league, as you've talked about, uh, and and so as um, some of the other young guys. So it's interesting. Uh, this is different for us as Wizards fans because typically this off typically the off season is a time where you go for Wizards, especially with Ernie at the helm. You know, we're not doing anything. Yeah, things stay pat. I mean, think about the the roster from two seasons ago to last season. It didn't change at all, really. Besides Dwight Howard, um, and then. It was pretty much the same roster coming back and then picking up a couple guys here and there, Austin Rivers, I mean, all these guys that didn't pan out. Um, So this has been different. It's definitely different. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, the new faces, as you
0: mentioned, uh, and a lot of the guys that left the team... Uh, not per se left it in in, in a certain fashion but they were picked up by other teams like like you mentioned tomas Sedaransky. he Mm -hmm. got picked up and got a big contract i believe he gets 10 million a year uh trevor reza got picked up by somebody else sam decker's off the team jeff green's off the team jabari parker just got signed today yep um bobby portis Portis is obviously gone as well so a lot of the big name guys especially a lot of the guys that were starters at the end of the year last year, are Dunskis. So all these guys have been picked up and, and, and put on different teams. And the good thing about it is, which I'm going to bring up here in a second, is that the salary cap has dropped a little bit. So the Wizards are kind of actually sh- showing that they're trying to start over, um, which is something that we haven't seen in a long time, just like you said, with Definitely Ernie. Not. Because of the sole fact that when you're looking at this team, and we mentioned it multiple times now, that this th- the salary cap has just hindered them for so long. And if they can get an opportunity mm-hmm. where they can have some, some leeway, some little, you know, little, little wiggle room, to say the least, uh, to, to make someone uh, you know, come here and want to come here and play with some of these, these, these young guns, that's a big deal. Because obviously we, we've, we see you know, coming up a John Wall Supermax deal, which, again, he has four years left, yeah. um, so we were trying to talk about that earlier. Um, he has four years left, uh, and he's going to be making up upwards of over $40 million for the next three seasons after this season coming up because he's making $38 million. So if they can get Bradley Beal off the books, which obviously we, I think we're both in agreement that we'd like to keep Beal as a, as a centerpiece of this team. If we can get Bradley Beal to possibly go to the Miami Heat, and they take John Wall's contract possibly because then if you think about it, they have to deal with Wall for you know three seasons or, or four seasons and whatnot. That that that's okay because obviously they have some other guys that can move around and, and do. They have a little more space than us, obviously. But if they can get those two guys off our books, I mentioned it to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: after that move possibly and the Jan Mahimi contract coming off the books right then and there. That's. I think it was upwards of $86 million between those three guys that come off the books. Yamahimi, he's done. He's, he's going to be off this team next year. No Thank one really God. cares. No one really cares about, the, about Jan. Uh, but literally, if you can see those three guys come off the books, and again, everyone loves Bradley Beal, but if John Wall is sitting there paying – getting paid so much money he's going to be like a b b plus player for the rest of his career that's Mm -hmm. not super max money super max is like a russell westbrook super max is like an anthony davis the production where you're getting double doubles every single night no matter if they're on no matter if they're off whatever it may be you know that you're going to get that and from an achilles injury for john wall you're not going to be getting that that's that's the sole fact that he's had so many injuries with his lower body that the whole entire fact of his game with the speed the agility all that stuff's going to be most likely you know you can put all all your chips in that that's most likely going to be gone Uh, he's not gonna be the same exact player that he once was before but yeah looking at it as a whole they just made so many good moves so far which tommy Shepard. You know, I heard today that his job is kind of secure for now because of what he's done. And it's kind of like a prove-it-to-me thing for uh, Ted Leonsis which we haven't seen in the past with Ernie. And so far, you know, trading Dwight Howard and, and getting a lot of guys off the books, getting a lot of young guys to to, uh, to progress, like a Mo, uh, a Mo, Mo Wagner and then uh, mm-hmm. Thomas Bryant re-signing him and getting some other young guys like Isaac Bonga who people thought, okay, he might be a decent player or a plug-and-play type player. And then obviously their draft with Rui... You had Admiral Schofield, Justin Robinson, which we talked to Chase Hughes about as well, who looked good in on Saturday. Our three main guys, uh, besides Troy Brown, that we had this year in the draft and after the draft, looked pretty damn well, uh, played pretty damn well on Saturday. And then you see 18 points and 15 boards for Troy Brown on Saturday, which, um, I mean, he was playing against a, a crap team in the Pelicans without Zion, yeah. but... Still, I told you, you play a team like that, you better dominate 18 and 15 for a guy sure. that's not a huge offensive presence. It's pretty damn
1: good. Yeah, it's about confidence. It's about kind of using the summer league to to gain that confidence to because you're not going to see the floor a whole lot during the regular season. Now, maybe this will be a season where he does uh, because Scott Brooks, again, just doesn't like to play rookies. (laughs) This will be a second season, though. Maybe you'll see some more playing time. And then back to the the point about the Miami Heat is I mean, it's an intriguing destination for a possible Beal and Wall trade because Miami does have some kind of guys that may be kind of a nice fit here and guys like kind of younger talent like Justin Winslow or if they were able to work Derek Jones Jr. into a trade. Uh, we don't want to touch a Deion Waiters contract. Um, uh, By but, the way, but, right now,
0: Miami is 14th in the league
1: yeah. for team payroll. Un- under $95 Yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's... it's it's something where they have some high leverage contracts now with Jimmy Butler, but they and Goran Dragic, uh, who's going to be off the books soon. But yeah, there's some young talent there in Myers, Leonard, and, and uh, again some of those some of those guys that I mentioned. So I mean, there, there's talent there to get back. Or if you just want to stockpile picks, that's not the end of the world too. I mean, if you can just get some picks from Miami as well. So I'm not uh, like we said. I'm, I'm I mean I I'd like them to keep Beal. If they don't. Then the idea of making sure that if Beal is going to move, you have to take the Wall contract. That's a great. I mean, that's a great strategy to have. Just yeah. in fact that um, if you can get both of those off the books, then it opens up for next off season for you know who knows what the possibilities are there to try to bring in a star. Well, that's the biggest thing with the Miami Heat right now is you know what
0: they're looking at is I, I told you Goran Dragic. You know, their, their best player, you know, arguably right now is that 19 million. He's the highest paid guy on their team. Mm-hmm. So bringing in two major contracts, obviously, Jimmy Butler's going to be, you know, he doesn't have, you know, the exact money uh, outline just yet. Um, but they have a few major guys coming off the books, Derek Jones at 1.6 million Myers Leonard at 11 million. Those two are coming off the books. And then obviously Goran Dragic, who I was actually surprised that I was right, uh, that I saw that he's going to be a free agent after this coming season. So that's gonna be another 20 million off the books. Um, so they can take on these contracts. They're just going to have to fork over the money to do it. And that's the thing is you look at it. James Johnson and Kelly Olenek have two player options. And if you could possibly trade those guys, uh, because then they're going to be free agents. Basically, if you're looking at it here, Ben, in 2021, 2022, so three seasons from now, they are only on the books for $5 million, besides Jimmy Butler, obviously, right now. So So right now, they're in prime position. And if you want to get a deal done with, with Bradley Beal... Kind of right now is kind of the time to do it because yeah. you can deal Goran Dragic and say a one-year deal and have someone else try to see if they can they can they can sign him and do something of that nature. So I mean, yeah. he's an all-star type talent, and if you can get him away and then you know suffer with somebody for a year and then have a Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal combination this year with Justice Winslow, Kelly Olynyk as some you know nice players, nice pieces with Deion Waiters, and you can have you know be a top five seed in the East easily right now without without the Raptors and and Kawhi Leonard you know, you know leaving and everything like that. So, overall, I think that this is the time to do it if they're going to do it.
1: Yeah, and then there's also the possibility that's being thrown out there of them possibly pursuing um, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, too. So, we'll see kind of how that plays out. My, my Pistons are involved in that as well. So, we'll kind of see. I mean, I think, again, I, 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 I'm hopeful because of some of the moves they've made. We, we know that they may not even be done yet making moves here in this offseason. For now, we'll just kind of enjoy watching some summer league ball here and there, seeing how this uh, summer league team performs, seeing some of the younger guys, and then just kind of slowly ease our way. I mean, it's funny, the NBA season literally just ended, um, not too long ago, and now we're already talking about uh, summer league and then working our way into the start of camp again in just a few months. So, I mean, exactly. it's a very short. I mean, hockey's getting started again in a few months. Football's getting started again. Um, the fall's going to be big, and and for this Wizards team, it's going to be interesting as well. So we'll kind of see how it plays out. Yeah, but overall, Tommy Shepard, like I said, he's, he's doing a pretty damn good job because,
0: I mean, if you just look at the transactions of what they're doing, they're they're, they're – Changing the culture they're getting guys out that are going to be cost too much money uh, that that aren't you know huge producers like uh, thomas Sadoransky. he was a, he, he was he was good in his role, mm-hmm. but the problem was that he wanted too much money they couldn't offer to give Thomas Saransky who's not even going to be the starter next year when John wall possibly comes back mm-hmm. they can 't offer to give him ten million dollars they just can't. And that's the thing is when you get him and, and you don't do a bad deal like Ernie would do, Ernie would be like, oh, we'll give you 10.5 or something like that just to keep everybody around. That's not what you need to do when you're, when you're rebuilding. And that's a good thing what we're seeing right now is Tommy Shepard saying, hey, let's start this thing over. And it's also a good thing for him because if he can possibly get a Bradley Beal and Wall uh, trade done – then you can look at him and say hey this is a whole new era for you mm-hmm. you don't have the number one picks the number number top three picks with auto porter and all these guys that you got in the top three like ernie did so why don't you start fresh get what you can get kind of some nice haul i mean i actually like to know i heard on the radio today what kind of haul would you need in a bradley beale john Wall trade to the heat like i heard which i like the best uh, and i'll go first here is get a young player like a justice Winslow or somebody like that. that, that, That's a kind of a a player piece or someone that is just in their top starting five to come play number one. And then number two, I want a couple first rounders. So, I think that's that, that that's possible because look at the the haul Paul George has got. Paul George has got five first rounders for him and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying we're trading for Paul George, but I'm saying that if you're going to get a two for one deal kind of kind of deal where you're getting basically John Wall for the following season and Bradley Beal for this season, you should be able to get a couple first rounders for, oh, for yeah. this coming season and the following season, plus a player that you can play for uh, for now.
1: Yeah, no question. I think I think it would definitely take some picks and then again, the guys that I kind of like is Derek Jones Jr and I like obviously Winslow. Winslow just as yeah. Winslow is a guy who um kind of was playing big uh, tall strong guy yeah he's a big strong tall guy and then Miami did a lot of interesting things with him last year actually letting him run the point at times yeah um and running the offense out of him and that actually really helped him flourish very versatile um and uh ended up with about 12 and points five and a half rebounds 4.3 assists um on the season which are all solid numbers so so yeah I'd love for him to be involved in any sort of move um and then, yeah, and then definitely stockpile some picks. I think that's got to be the way to go as well. So we'll see. We'll see kind of how this plays out. If, I mean, my gut feeling is that Beal will be, be still a Same. Washington Same. Wizard. Same. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I mean, the, I think it seems like Tommy has a good head on his shoulder. So it seems like the deal would have to just be an absolute no-brainer type deal for him to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not going to pull an Ernie and do something stupid. So hopefully. Hopefully. Ho- we'll ho- ho- hopefully. We'll, we'll see. Honestly, it's
0: like if it happens, great. If it yeah. doesn't, then we'll, we'll, we'll move on we'll and we'll, see. we'll figure something out. But obviously, you know, Bradley Beal has a couple more years left on his contract this yeah. year and next season. So a trade could possibly imminent, imminent yeah. if, if, if it comes up. We'll see how it plays a, out. A little update now for the summer league game. Sure. Obviously, I mean, well, I should say update for us. Everyone's going to know what the hell the, uh, you know, the yeah. score is. Uh, but the... Uh, Wizards currently are down by two with eight minutes left to go. Uh, And right now the box score says Troy Brown and Rui are the top two scorers right now with 14 for Troy and 11 for Rui after a slow start. Mm -hmm. uh, Troy Brown now shooting over 42% uh, from the field and Rui uh, who just missed a shot is now back down to 37%. Uh, But overall, uh, this is, this is a summer league, but it's just nice to see some of these guys go out there and play Uh, Admiral Schofield, not that great. 14 minutes, only two points, Uh, but obviously still getting acclimated to the game and he's probably just a pissed off that he got picked in the second round still. So yeah, There you <laughs> go. Overall, the Washington Wizards are going to get back to it next week, possibly. Uh, there's more moves to be had, but on to our uh, actually, I was going to say division leading, but we're not division
1: leading. Not <laughs> our twice. wild card leading. There you Washington go. Washington Nationals. Three balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a 7.42. forty two boy, did they turn things around? I mean a month yeah. a month or so ago, you and I were on the show, and we were basically thinking this season is was in the tank now the uh, the, the pessimist in me will also point out the fact that we 're only eighty nine games in there 's still a lot of baseball to be played at least a couple months. things could change, but for now, the nats are taking advantage of a really um, Easy schedule, um, which, again, you you play who you have to play. You can't blame the Nats for for beating up on bad teams. Um, But they've used that to their advantage, which was something that they weren't able to do early in the year when they were losing to bad teams and splitting series uh, with, like, Miami and things like that. But they've been on a straight tear uh, really since probably right around the time of that um, White Sox sweep where they took, uh, and the Cincinnati series win. Um, So kind of at the beginning of June, I mean, June was just a good month for them um, with uh, beating the White Sox, splitting a series with San Diego. You you had the split series with Arizona, and then you started beating up on Philly a little bit. And then once the Miami uh, series started, that's when the role really started. I mean, Mm -hmm. two in a row against Miami, uh, excuse me, three in a row against Miami, two of three against Detroit, and then a Miami series suite. Uh, sweep two of three against Kansas city. So, you know, this is a good time to be heading into this break, uh, where the Nats are just riding the momentum here. They've climbed their way back up. And now, I mean, if the season ended today, they'd be in the playoffs, Yep, which is not something that we thought was possible. Um, and still, still a tough road to go though. I mean, you've got in that wild card race, you've got Philly right there with them. You got Milwaukee not far behind, Arizona not far behind, San Diego, St. Louis, Colorado, Pittsburgh. So it will still be a, a battle there. But for now, they're they're up there. Well, hey,
0: the one thing you have to look at is they were three and a half back of, of the wild card not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And, and the biggest thing that I'm you know I'm looking at is they they, they obviously like you said. Okay, they they had you know the schedule they had and everything like that, but they won the games we had or they they needed to win over the last, you know, mm-hmm. however however many they played with you know, the Detroit games and the Miami games and all that kind of stuff. They've gone eight and two in their last ten. Uh and, and overall they've gone fifteen of their last nineteen with wins, sixteen of their last 21, 19 of the last twenty six, and twenty eight of their last thirty nine. Now I'll give you one guess, Ben. Without doing a calculator or anything like that. Sure. What percentage of games is twenty eight of thirty nine? Um sixty seven percent. Seventy-two okay. percent of their games, they That's have close. won in their last, basically their last forty <clears throat> games. They've won seventy-two percent of those damn games, okay, okay. and you can take that all for uh, all for what it's worth. But when you look right now at the wild card standings, the Phillies—they're kind of in disarray. They're, they've been kind of—they've yeah, they been kind of five hundred uh, ball for a long time now. Mm-hmm. for—I mean, look at their run score runs against four forty-two, four forty. 440. And this is kind of what we're looking at with the Phillies. Obviously, next week we're planning to have Jessica Town back on to give her a little All Star break. Phillies uh, report and everything of that nature uh, but the Phillies is the is, is the team that I'm looking at right now as being the biggest uh, player here with us I think it might be Nats Phillies at Nats Park Bryce Harper coming back to Washington for the one play in game because you're looking at the teams right now I don't think the Diamondbacks are too, you know, too crazy. The one team also, besides the Phillies that I'm looking at, is the St. Louis Cardinals, 44 and 44. They're not having the best start, but at home, when they play games at home, they're 24 and 18, which is a, a nice clip. The away game is a little iffy, but. You're looking at some of these teams and saying the run differential just isn't there. The Diamondbacks—they score a lot of runs, they also let in a lot of runs. Uh, but it's just—I just think this wild card is what we got to look at right now. Because if you shoot for the wild card and keep this wild card standings on your phone rather than the NLE standings, because we don't really care about that right now. It'd be nice to get win the NLE so you don't have to do that playing game. But I would take Max Scherzer right now over anybody now he's playing because I'll try to get the, his stats up as well what he's been doing lately actually here it is right now Max Scherzer's last nine starts have been incredible he hasn't gone less than six innings he's only let in let's see one two three four five six seven runs in his last nine starts he's only let seven and he's actually in his last five he's K'd at least ten if not more than ten in his last five starts so you're looking at it right now and saying if this play on playing game obviously like you said you got a lot of games to go but if this playing game starts, you would take anyone over. I mean, we're not anyone. I say you would take Max Scherzer over anyone. Yeah. And also, you have to look at the Phillies. Aaron Nola. Yeah, I think he had a good start last night. But Aaron Nola hasn't been the, the, the pitcher he was last year. And Jake Arrieta, he's kind of up in the air all the time. I think yeah, right he now he might be out the rest of the year. He's actually had bone spurs. So oh, he did might, he? He might be out. Oh, I didn't hear that. But yeah. the biggest thing is you got to look at these teams and say their aces are are any of them right now better than our top three. And that's the thing is if we can, you know, I guess you could say stay pat with this bullpen so far. Rodney kind of got shelled a couple days ago and whatnot. But so far he's been pretty damn decent over his first four games, I guess you could say. Um, I just think overall when you're looking at these two two teams in the Nats and the Phillies, the Phillies, they're starting to come into their own right now with the pitching. The pitching hasn't been what everyone thought, at least in Philly, thought they were going to be. Because, yeah, they were like, oh, no, you know, and Jake Arrieta, two top guys or whatever. Jake Arrieta, you just said he might be out for the season. And then Aaron Nola hasn't been great by any standards. But we got three guys who I think you mentioned in our Twitter page, at the DC Crossover, that we have three guys in the top like 15 or 16 pitchers Mm -hmm. in the entire major leagues. Yeah. And that's our top three guys. So if we can, you know, and, and not to mention Anibal Sanchez pitching pretty damn good as of late, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, picked
1: him up for fantasy. <laughs> oh, well, that might be a backbreaker there for you. Yeah. He yeah. Might, might go out the next, not three, staying long. next
0: three starts. He might be pitching <laughs> three innings each. Uh, but as a whole, and I know I'm, I'm going off on a little tangent here because I, I, my thoughts are just going crazy. But. As a whole, you're looking at it and saying Philly is kind of just like trying to hold on by a thread. And the Nats, yes, they had a, a weak schedule. But coming out of the break, you have the Phillies who, again, who have been struggling. And then you have the, the Orioles who just suck. The Orioles are terrible. Sure. But then you go into a nice little stretch of good teams. And that's where we're going to have to see and
1: That wait. will be the proving ground. Exactly. I mean, we're talking about four games against Atlanta in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Four games against Colorado, three against the Dodgers, three against Atlanta, three against a good Arizona ball club as yep. well. So, I mean, that stretch is going to be so the, basically the rest of July, um, starting on the 18th. I mean, they've got the Philly series, too, which is important. But after the Orioles series, starting on the 18th, you have a doozy of a schedule. Yeah. Now, luckily, in the Nats' favor, you get a lot of those games at home—the Colorado games, the Dodgers games, exactly. the Braves games—so that works in their favor. But that is going to be—I mean, that's that's pretty much the make-or-break stretch in my yeah. eyes for this True. season. Because the rest of the schedule, yeah, you've got some tough series the here. The Schedule and there, after that is but, is, is easy.
0: <clears throat> get the yeah at the Giants, at the Mets, who suck, and then you have the Reds and the Brewers and the Pirates. So you got like you know three or four teams in there that are that are easily easily. Beatable,
1: But like you were saying, though, this next stretch is going to be the, 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 yeah. the tail of the tape here. Yeah, it's going to be that's that's going to be huge. And, and you know, th- this is a nice little break for the team. It's good to see Max and Rendon both opt out of the all star festivities where, you know, I get I get the other side of the coin as far as how why people would be upset at that. Because, you know, hey, you're getting, you know, this is a, an honor to be able to, to get in this position. The fans pay a lot of money to go to these all star games and stuff like that. And they want to see the best. uh, It's a showcase of the best that baseball has to offer. But on the other side of it, it's a similar conversation we had with Ovechkin for the NHL um, All-Star Game was, you know, what's best for the team? and What's best for the player? And for Rendon and Scherzer, these are... Uh, I mean, Rendon's the best hitter on the team, and Scherzer's the best pitcher on the team. Do you want those guys to accidentally tweak something in an All-Star game and possibly ruin all this momentum? Because the Nats need Scherzer and Rendon. Do the, do the All-Star games necessarily need them? No, because they've got you know 30 other guys that are just as good or yep. better. Uh, playing in that game. So I'm okay with it. Some people get frustrated by it. I get the frustration, but, you know, at the same time, I don't know who can afford an all-star game ticket anyways. I mean, those are thousands of dollars. So, yeah. you know. Well, everyone's but, uh, going to the Homer Derby tonight. That's the one thing yeah, they care that's, about. Yeah, that's where you got to go. So we'll see. We'll We'll see. I mean... Uh, again, I, I think this has really been exciting, and it's been fun to watch. It's nice to actually sit down and watch the Nats and think, going into the game, hey, we got a shot here to win this game yep. every single night, uh, especially with the guys that are on the mound. I mean, Corbin's been pitching well. Um, you know, Scherzer's been pitching well. Strasburg's been definitely here and there, and Anibal Sanchez has been here and there. Um, the bullpen's shaping up a little bit. Um, so, so, I mean, it helps when the, how the starters are going really deep. So, mm-hmm. it's been exciting. I mean, this was a, a, a great end of June, um, beginning of July f- to be an Nats fan. Yeah. This is a great time to be an Nats fan, for sure. And the funny
0: thing about Strasburg right now is that, you know, he had a couple games in there where they're kind of, it's kind of like false advertising because he had really, he, I mean, his, his ERA is a little high, but you can say that's kind of false because He's gone like five or six innings with one uh, or two, maybe max, run baseball. And then all of a sudden, one error leads to something else. And then all of a sudden, we know who Strasburg is, is that if the, the fielding, if the defense behind him kind of falters a little bit mm-hmm. and they have one or two mistakes in an inning, then things start to fall apart. Um, and overall, we've seen it, though. His whip is actually really good, 1.04, second best on the team. And then you obviously see Scherzer as you mentioned 2.3 ERA he's he's dropped his ERA I think remember at one point he was at 4.3 or something like that so He dropped yeah. his ERA 2 points with all those starts I mentioned earlier whip .98 which is pretty damn good I think he leads the league in strikeouts he's only having a 2.15 average against Strasburg has only had a 2.15 average against too so that's kind of where I'm saying I'm looking at right here and saying Strasburg's situation that he's got going on right here is that his ERA is a little high, but everyone is hitting the exact same amount a, a, as they are against Scherzer. Yes, Scherzer's pitched more innings, but think about it this way: 215 215 is pretty damn good. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you see a lot of guys saying, "Oh yeah, they hit two thirty against this guy or whatever." Maybe Patrick Corbin is two twenty three, but those are your top three starters, and they're two twenty three and lower. That's pretty damn good because I mean that's like basically Ryan Zimmerman getting up to bat every single time.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, <it's- laughs> that's why it's singing there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you. Can't, can't go a show, an episode, without talking a little bit of uh, Zim. He might but, be on a little bit later, too. But, yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting time to be a Nats fan. There's been a lot of excitement. I mean, Rendon's just absolutely destroying the baseball. Brian Dozier's turned it around. Yeah. Matt Adams has been great, of course. Howie Kendrick's been great. Trey Turner has been on fire as well, especially lately. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, every time Kurt Suzuki starts, he hits a home run. My man. It's It's been. What, hey,
0: what did I tell you in our preview, though? I said Kurt Suzuki's going to have a better offensive year than Jan Gomez.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think, he, I think he is right now, I would assume. Yeah, so he's about two, 270, Jan Gomes at 211. Yeah, there you go.
0: Um, I would go back and find that clip to play it on here, but I'm too lazy. I believe you, I believe you.
1: <laughs> so, like, you know, it's definitely one of those things where it's – the Nats are on this great upswing right now. Now, the only worry I have is, again, got to be a pessimist, is Let's are hear. the Nats peaking too early? Because this happens There's to Major League Baseball teams and any team – uh, throughout sports where you want to peak at the right time heading into the post season. You don't want to do it too late before you're out of the picture and you don't want to do it too early and lose that momentum. And then by the time September rolls around, you're out of gas yeah. and, and you limp into the playoffs. It's true. So I don't necessarily think that's the case here. I think the Nats are winning games that they're supposed to be winning, like you said earlier. Um, but my only worry is, Hey, k- got to keep some of this momentum going um, especially with those real tough series that we've got coming up. So we'll see. But no, I'm loving it. I mean, Abby and I have been watching every single night. Um, you know, the Nats are must-watch TV right now. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting again. I'm sure the viewership's up. I'm sure the attendance is up right now. Um, and they're in the race. And that's all we wanted. That's yeah. all we asked for at D.C. But we we, we wanted want we we want significance race. after that horrible start. I mean, I well, want... <laughs> oh, especially, yeah. yeah I, I, historically I
0: mean, bad. I, I, at one point, it's not like we have, you know, it's not like the NFL where, oh, if, if, if we keep losing, then we'll to the first pick it's not like that you know we, we just got jackson rutledge or whatever his name was and we're not going to see him for two years so that's the yeah. difference between hockey and that's why we're not talking about the caps and their all entire draft because no one really cares we're not going to see these guys in hockey or in baseball for a couple years they have to go through the minor league system and all this other kind of crap to develop their games and also a lot of these guys are a lot younger so in my, in my opinion with the offense of what you mentioned
1: mm-hmm.
0: howie kendrick still on a tear has participated in 72 games has over 200 at bats hitting 327 his obp is 378 so overall he's up there with anthony rendon we almost right identical in OBP. He's only eight points lower in OBP. Has more average than Anthony. Obviously, Anthony has, you know, 72 more at-bats. But still, you're looking at it here and saying this 35-year-old guy who people thought were washed up and all this kind of stuff. He has 12 homers, 47 RBIs. I mean, he's hitting the cover off the ball. And that's the funny thing as you look at it here and saying, Howie Kendrick was that guy. And we always said which guy is going to carry us for that little bit that we need howie kendrick was that guy for whenever davy played him uh because obviously he had that little stint where davy was like oh well we need to rest him because he had an achilles injury last year okay well that was that's nice well you, you guys are 12 games below 500 maybe you should play him a little bit more he's hitting 350 yeah um but anthony rendon as as you mentioned i, I it, there was a whole entire spiel this past week if he's going to go to the all-star game and this and that who cares if he went to the all-star game or not i understand he you know he probably in my opinion he should go but he has not to participate he can say he's injured and just go there kind of like what Scherzer's doing is like my back is stiffening up a little bit I'm not going to play in the game but I'll be there for the festivities and all that stuff he, Rendon should do that because he's got he's gotten so under uh, appreciated in, in the league over the last few years but just looking at everyone's first halves I mean just like you said Trey Turner he stepped it up a bunch 288 uh for his for his average and he right now for his stolen bases it's kind of low 17 uh you know for because we thought we might you know, steal eighty bases a no, year, hurt. but he was hurt. Exactly, so you're looking at Juan Soto. He had a terrible start. He has the biggest, the highest OBP for the team right now so far at 400. So that's pretty damn good as well. He's batting 300, 15 homers, 56 RBIs. So he's on pace for 30 homers and over 100 RBIs. So right now, we're seeing some of these guys that we've said, what are they going to do in their second year? So one guy I'm a little worried about is Victor Robles, but I think he'll start panning out here a little bit later. Uh, Not to mention, he has 13 home runs, 37 RBIs. He's got walked 17 times. So overall, he's not going to get walked like Juan Soto because he's not a guy that's just going to go up there and, and and. you know, have the vision that Juan Soto has. Yeah, robot just gets hit, and beamed time. Every, every <laughs> exactly. Event. I'm just, I, I just think that, yeah. like you said, if they stay the course and I think the biggest, the catalyst is not this Phillies series to get off to a nice start. I think it's the Orioles series to go out there and just punish the hell out of them at Camden Yards <laughs> and then come out and say, Hey, We gotta we gotta step on the gas here, punish them, get on a high horse and then go out and and, and, we definitely would love that as Nats fans.
1: I mean there's definitely some animosity between the two clubs at times. Uh, Orioles fan. I told you about the time I went out to Baltimore the Nats jersey on, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I
0: was in the horseshoe casino and everyone kept giving me all these dirty looks, like I was literally the I was like Hitler. Yeah, like they, they were just like they, they just hate us for yeah. so 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 many reasons. I don't understand why because if you're if you stayed an Orioles fan, great, you're an Orioles fan. There's no rivalry here. That we only play you four times a year. Yeah, like there's no in the rivalry middle of the week. Exactly. You know? Yeah, in the middle of the week going yeah. on the
1: Beltway. every no, there's no rivalry. three
0: thousand people. In no, the I
1: think I think it's it, I think that Orioles fans look at Nats fans as hey, you're the cocky. Young Kids on the block, and then Nats fans look at Orioles fans as like, "Hey, you know, you guys hate us for being new, and like, you know, you guys have been around forever." But at the same time, like, hey, you're in Baltimore. I, like I love the
0: Orioles, do. and I think Baltimore's an all right city. But why don't you go try winning a game, and then you can say <laughs> something. I mean, seriously, you guys have five. Five, five fans. I mean, this, yeah. it's like the Baltimore, Baltimore was it the Baltimore riots or whatever. Yeah. Like they, they, didn't, they didn't have any fans in the stands because they had they couldn't do it. It's, yeah. like, it's the same thing as that. You guys don't come out to the games because your team sucks right now. And yeah. I, know, I know you just got the first pick and all that stuff. And everything. it's been fourteen years. Just give it up. Yeah. Just give it up. I mean, you it, think? I
1: mean, we are suing them, but it's at the same time. Yeah. At the same time, it would
0: be, be nice if both teams oh, were, we're good. good.
1: If both yeah. teams were good, it'd be fun. And they were both in the playoff hunt, and there was the possibility. I mean, just imagine a Natsos World Series. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to happen, but just imagine. It could nope. be interesting. We'll see. <laughs> we'll round out that NAT segment and move into our final segment of tonight's show. Speaking of things that annoy us, let's talk a little bit more about it. Grinds my gears.
0: You know what really grinds my gears? 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 You, America. And that, people, is what grinds my gears. What grinds our gears? Thank you, Mr. Griffin. So... I had a couple grind my gears over the past week and everything of that nature, but I I forgot uh, just about them. (laughs) I didn't write them down or anything (laughs) like that, but in the moment, they really grind my gears at that time, but... The one thing, uh, and I said Ryan Zimmerman's going to come up in the, later in the show. And now because Ben has a legit grind my gears, I'm going to keep this one short and simple because everyone knows what I'm, you know, uh, what I'm all about with Ryan. Yeah, Zimmerman. you're a big fan of Ryan Zimmerman. So the Nats the other day, uh, you know, uh, they apparently partnered with Budweiser because it says with Budweiser, they posted with Ryan Zimmerman getting his thousandth RBI. Now I, I was so frustrated with it. I had I had to go and look up where he ranked all time in rbis and the funny thing about it is is that he's not even in the top 280 players ever to play the game and he's about to retire probably soon mm-hmm. he's not even in the top 280 people to you know have runs batted in now we all, all understand he had a, he was on a team that sucked and this this team didn't you know win 60 games half the time for the most part when he first got on and got drafted but the praise that he gets is so annoying. I'll be sitting on the couch and I watch a Nats game and I see this day in history and it's something about Ryan Zimmerman. Now I understand you can't have a Christian Guzman or a, or a, you know, Alfonso Soriano clip on there. Cause they're not even in the league anymore, but everything is about Ryan Zimmerman. And it just, ugh, it just it makes me want to punch a wall Yeah, because the guy, I did an article, go back and search for it on the website, but dccrossover.com but if you go back and search it on the website okay you'll see I did literally stats for the last five years he was a national last five years that's half a decade I did stats for it and, and he he's, he's not getting you know I guess you say living up to the bill ever since he signed that deal and it's just it just irritates me because Washington Nationals on Facebook posted off posted this stupid thing about him you know Mr. National Mr. Hashtag walk off Mr. 1000 another legendary moment all in caps by the way for Ryan Zimmerman like Please stop it. Yeah. I know like if, and I, I texted you. I said if someone ever calls him a legend to my face, I will literally <laughs> blow a gasket. <laughs> this guy is not a legend. He might be a legend in that's 14-year history because he has 1000 RBIs for one team, but let's put it this way. If he's not in the top 150 in RBIs in the in the in the world in the history, yeah. he shouldn't be even considered to be at Cooperstown. Not even considered. Now I understand Big accomplishment. Congratulations. And again, I'll mention it again. I'm not uh, judging by this guy's character. I'm not judging him for anything but his play on the field. And if you hurt your team, which again, when Davey said the other day, oh, if he's healthy, he's going to be our first baseman. Well, he, he, yes, the other day he had two doubles, but then all of a sudden we saw, oh yeah, he can't play first base or can't play in the field anymore because he couldn't throw it to home plate without giving an error to Kurt Suzuki, one of the best defensive catchers
1: in the league. It was bad. Like it I mean, it was, was like it was, literally it was like throwing a piece of sp- uh, spaghetti out there. It was not pretty. And no, you're right. And it's funny because I pointed out that now that. I can delete this picture off my phone. There you go, <laughs> delete that. Well, it's funny because you had mentioned that, and I told you about how the Athletic <laughs> did an article this yep. week or actually today uh, talking about the legacy of Ryan Zimmerman. And it just feels like um, reporters are just constantly defending this guy yeah. um, to the fan base, and it's like at some point you got to listen to the fan base and just understand. Hey, there's a lot of frustration to see a guy that, yeah, okay, goes two for four one night. But the next three nights, and you know he goes oh for uh, you know Oh for ten with <laughs> you know, three strikeouts, like two that. ground, two, he's two just double not, plays. He's just not the player that he used to be, which is fine. It, the, the, that's what happens. I mean, people get older in the game, and they get not as good as they used to be. And uh, you know, you give them some playing time here and there, and then you go, "Hey, guy, we're, we're fighting for a pennant here. Um, you know, we're going to need to start Matt Adams and and uh, Howie Kendrick, the guys that are producing for this team this year." So I'm with you on that. It is. Extremely annoying, especially because we're going to see uh, the rest of this season is basically going to be Ryan Zimmerman Love Fest because this is going to be his last year with the Nats. Yep. Um, and I, uh, God forbid, that they renew that contract. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that I'll plays out. Do that. I, I don't think they will either. Um, but it will be the right
0: 35 years just
1: old. You know that the love fest that's going to happen for the final home series yeah. with Ryan Zimmerman if the Nats are not in a, a playoff race at that point or something like that. So the last Nats home series will be at the end of September against Cleveland Sunday uh, 305 game there on the 29th of September. So that I mean, could here's be, here's the comparison, yeah. Ben, and I, I, then I'm going to get to your, your thing in a second. No, that's fine.
0: So the comparison is. Ryan Zimmerman, I believe, is 34 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Howie Kendrick's 35. Yeah. Now, Howie Kendrick is batting three almost three thirty, which obviously he's not that's like his mm-hmm. one of his career years, obviously. Yeah. Okay, you can have a career year. But his career batting average is like two ninety five or something like that. Ryan Zimmerman's isn't two ninety five. And you, you look at what he's been doing, he has RBIs, he has home runs. Obviously, at 35, his 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 fielding is not the best, but that he was never known for that. At least he can throw the ball though. And that's yeah. like, you I mean. It's Ryan Zimmerman's like he, he needed to save a run at the plate, and he couldn't save a run at the plate because he couldn't throw it there. No, it's yeah. like it's when costing you're costing the team. I understand it, it, when you switch from third base to first base stuff like that. And my grandfather, he's a huge O's or not O's fan, a huge Nats fan, and he said, "Yeah, you know," uh, and I, I'm surprised that he said this, but. He said, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, back in the day, he was one of the, you know, on fantasy and stuff like that. He was one of the top third basemen that you could pick and stuff like that because he was somewhat consistent and whatnot. But that was back in, like, 2007, 2009, yeah, something like that. Yeah, was a while that. ago, yeah. You know, and and you look at him now, and it's like people just you praise him for the legacy. And it's like, mm-hmm. when, when does a
1: legacy run out? Yeah. That's that's the point that I'm making. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I think they're just giving him too much rope. I think if this team was – 20 games under 500 and this was a lost season, then you could do the, okay, Ryan Zimmerman farewell tour type stuff. Um, uh, but, since this team is fighting for a playoff spot and Davey Martinez is saying, Well, Ryan Zimmerman's our starting first baseman, that pisses people off. Yeah. Because they look at two off. guys in Howie and, and, and Matt Adams who have earned it, who have played really well. There's nothing wrong with putting Matt Adams at first and Howie at second and switching them around and letting them platoon yeah. over there. Hey, there's a ready on the mound, Matt Adams plays, lefty, put in Howie and make that work. And instead it's Ryan Zimmerman as our starting but, first. Baseman. but if
0: it ain't broke. Why are you trying to? Well, that's fix it? that's exactly. It. We, the we've Nats, been winning games, without we're him. winning
1: perfectly fine without Ryan Zimmerman. So I'm with you. And I, that's I, another I, thing too is that yeah. I think Howie Kendrick should possibly
0: be switching off with Brian Dozier, and they should do what they expected to do and play the matchup game with Matt Adams and Brian Zimmerman switching off with the lefties and righties. Yeah, because it's like okay, he, he goes out there and against a lefty, Ryan's or against a righty, Ryan Zimmerman goes over four with two strikeouts yeah. and, a, and a double play. It's like uh, you don't think Matt Adams could have gone one for four with a home run because he oh, had, yeah. at that time he had. What, three or four hard runs in seven games? Yeah. And you're no. taking him out. Adams has been a
1: great pickup. No, I'm, I'm with you. He has,
0: he's not an average, he's not an ad, a batting average hitter. Matt, we all know that from Matt
1: Adams. But right yeah. now he has 13 bombs in 63 games. Yeah, yeah. He's a big <laughs> bopper. He's, that's, what, that's what he's there for. So, no, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And I, I don't have a major one either from what grinds my gears. It just kind of plays off to something I brought up earlier, and, uh-huh. and that's fireworks. And oh, yeah. here's the thing <laughs> I understand the obsession to be able to light things on fire and like have oh, an explosion or sparklers fire. and things like that, that those are fun. Um, my issue is leave the bigger firework displays to the pros. We all know this at this point that people blow their fingers off. They blow their faces off and, and, yep. They go and buy a, a Paul. Yeah, exactly. He's a great example of that. People go and buy these big illegal fireworks and then they launch them off in the street. And you know, okay, if you're dumb enough to go do that, maybe you deserve to have your hand blown off. <laughs> the problem is how Fourth of July fireworks are no longer just on July Fourth. Nope. Fourth of July fireworks started in my neighborhood July first through July. <laughs> I didn't say started before. They that. started before and they went until the seventh. And we're talking about random points during the night, including late at night. And I'm not a grouchy old man, but at the same time, you know, somebody launches a fireworks at, uh, 1130 on a Monday night. I'm not going to be super happy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, it's just... That, and then the 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 other issue is people just leaving it out. Um, just like, you know, the firewall will go off and they'll just like, here, here's... I mean, you, I'm just going to leave this here it's on the time grass. to go to bed. Uh, yeah, it's time to go inside. Hey, this has been fun, guys, but it's time <laughs> to go to sleep. So, you know, for me, it's just like... For some reason, this this holiday has turned into a week long uh, thing of of uh, of people just launching off fireworks at random points in the night. I mean, we're talking about dog you know, fireworks freak out dogs. Oh yeah, um, talking about veterans. I mean, it, it's not great for a war veteran to hear fireworks <laughs> go off, oh, yeah. uh, and and you know older people and babies and all this stuff. It just keep it. You got a night, you got July 4th, I'll let you do it as long as you want on July 4th. You know, I'm not going to complain. I'm going to say, oh, it's midnight on July 4th, launching a firework. I'm not going to love it, but you know what? It's July 4th. I get it. America. Celebrate. America. But you start launching a firework July 8th at, you know, 1130 at night, I'm not going to be too happy. Uh, The funny thing is now I've got that ring camera, so I I was literally sitting there watching the kids in the neighborhood, like, launching them in the parking lot, just being like, you... Right now? No, not right now, but... uh, A couple of days ago And I was like Watching them on it Like that's just being You stupid I hate you guys so much <laughs> Damn it Why did I, was, I move like, here And then they're all like Smoking cigs too And I'm like God I feel like Fireworks, cigarettes I just feel like This is a bad combination <laughs> yeah. Like somebody's gonna Blow up you're sitting there um, watching your phone on the ring camera, just waiting. That's for somebody exactly to what to i was Wait for, I was somebody like, for somebody to blow up, and I was like, "There's my car." I was like, "If one of those shrapnel hits my car, I swear to God, I'm suing oh, all of you." I'm the same way. When,
0: whenever, <laughs> whenever, so my car's parked out front here. Whenever I see kids just like hanging out, like for instance, the the, the blizzard we had this past yeah, year, yeah. you know, they made they these big mounds right next to my, <laughs> my car. Right, the, the snowplows did. And they were throwing snowballs, and I got out of my car. And I sat there. I literally just I scared the hell out of them. Yeah. I sat there and just I just stared at them. That's what you they do. they they were waiting for me to go inside. Yeah. Like kind of they're kind of like you know. Like, ha. ha. Yeah. And I, was, I just I sat there and just stared at them like I was a snowman, just like not blinking. <laughs> and they, I, I must have freaked them out because they ended up getting like their sleds or something like that. Yeah, and cool. Let's go home. Like yeah,
1: it's, it's crazy. No, I mean over. yeah, a snowball strikes your window. Next thing you know, you got a broken window. Yeah. They, in the they middle scatter. Of
0: winter. Then all of a sudden, it's like nothing. There's no yeah. cameras around here. And yeah. like, that would like, be in the fourth. Kids would be kids
1: sparklers, little non-dangerous fireworks, all that stuff. It's July 4th. Have fun. Go crazy. But I'm just saying you know, I just don't, I don't, like tonight I'll probably hear some fireworks. Yeah. I probably. Now I didn't know, like you said, I didn't know that
0: it started before 4th july i thought 4th july was like kind of like well the, it's not supposed to start before well, was, but, yeah but yeah. I, I thought 4th july was kind of like the you know how they have a track meet and they, and yeah. they, they shoot the gun and you like, would think. right let's go and then i think. thought the 4th july was like you know, i've heard of them, like you said like until july you know 5th 6th all that stuff yeah but i never heard them until oh, was like before. four I mean, days
1: later probably because they start selling them in the beginning of june oh my gosh. so kids load it up uh and you know their parents are out there with them too and it's like can anybody just be like hey maybe this isn't a great idea yeah let's <laughs> uh,
0: not, let's, guys, let's, let's Sunday night at nine thirty. At yeah, night. let's that's just what, wait. Let's wait till the, 4th. Before the, well the fourth before the monsoon came
1: today. Yeah, basically. that's true. Luckily, all the rains happened, so I'd be like, take that firework, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good, good, good for that. But yeah, that was just something that pissed me off lately. Nothing major, but it was just like, oh man. But now I can, I can watch all these transgressions happen on my camera, yeah, uh, on my phone. I can just what kind of range you get? Did you get the the the, two? Oh, the cheapest one, oh, whatever cheap. the cheapest one, whatever that 100 is. hundred bucks. I don't have one, so I don't know. Like, to so they have one that's like. The cheapest version of it I mean it's not cheap I mean it does a great job But I don't need 720 Like uh, Clear HD Like all this stuff It's just like no I just need to be able to see in the camera I didn't have a camera before If I have a camera now It's an upgrade (laughs) It's like I'm not trying to film a movie here I'm just That's like my my, my buddy has one In South
0: Carolina The cop And he lives by himself And he actually Uh he actually has one that has like, he has like, the ring. Yeah. And then he has like, the lights. Does he have the lights too? I forgot exactly. He might have, have that, but he got something like, and he kind of goes all out. When he gets a purchase, he goes all out in the purchase. Yeah. But he's very frugal with the purchases. Sure. Gets, sure. Whatever it is. And but he has like, he showed me like this, he showed me the app, whatever. He has like three or four cameras. He has like a camera that shows the front door, then oh, the yeah. ring camera,
1: and then yeah. a camera inside. Oh, well, sure. He's got I'm the like, whole like, system. Sweez, dude. Yeah, like, it's, all, it's all through the app. Oh, like gosh. you can have, you can add different devices and stuff like that now i you know i just got it because i didn't have a doorbell so i was like all right this can be <laughs> oh, my really? doorbell but yeah yeah there was no doorbell but you can get yeah you can get doorbells you can get locks you can get man. security cams it's crazy man it's uh, cr- technology nowadays it's crazy but, all right our uh,
0: last topic yeah. for this sure.
1: episode episode number 36
0: of the dc crossover and then i'm getting some doritos yep and uh <laughs> I'm sorry. i sorry I, mean, I don't even know what i'm trying to say right now um <laughs> the t-mobile home run derby why am i oh, saying sure T-Mobile? sure yeah run we'll derby? run through our picks here um so it's about to start. So before everyone knows all of the winners and everything like that, me and Ben are going to give our starters. And by the way, uh, Grant Paulson, 106.7, is there for MLB Network and uh, for SiriusXM. And uh, he actually tweeted a picture today. I don't know if you saw it, Ben. That Oh, yeah. They must have bought the little posters that hang on the light poles, and stuff like that before because they had a Bryce Harper. Oh, poster. yeah, yeah. No,
1: that's been a topic, of conversation this week uh, through a couple guys. And yeah, I think it's something that they they print out way early and yeah. just assume. And then, of course, but it is hilarious though, yeah. that Bryce Harper was on the poster and definitely did not make the All-Star team so, because he's <laughs> terrible. Because he, he sucks this year, uh, for the most part, with his average release. Uh, yeah. For the home run derby, though,
0: it's set in Cleveland. Sure. Carlos, Carlos Santana is right now the seventh seed in the bracket. It. no one can expect him to win at all uh but overall christian yellows number one overall seed who is leading the league in home runs uh he had to back out so uh chapman is in there from yeah the matt A's. chapman from the A's. he's got a big test against because we wanted to see yellows and guerrero jr mm-hmm. and that obviously isn't going to happen so our first couple game our first matchup is chapman and guerrero second bregman and peterson then alonzo and santana and then josh bell and ronald acuna jr yeah so, let's give our, let's give our picks. All sure. right. Let's give our pick and then our dark horse pick that, that could win, but we're not going to be picking them.
1: So, uh, my pick will be Josh bell. Um, this guy's got crazy pop. It's funny. Cause I had him on fantasy last year Expert and he was Pirates. okay. And then this year, his power numbers have just exploded. Switch hitter, just a really solid guy. I think he's got a good path. I think he can take on a Cunha. I think that possible semifinals matchup with Pete Alonso, who's actually coincidentally, my dark horse, um, could make things interesting because I think Josh Bell would be my pick. But Pete Alonso, you and I were talking about it before the show. He's got crazy pop. Um, And then, obviously, a nod to Vlad Guerrero Jr. as well. I think he could surprise some people there, especially now matched up against Chapman instead of Yelich. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to kind of go the opposite. I'm picking
0: Pete Alonso. I don't want to pick a Met, but... Uh, I did you enter that uh, home run derby bracket thing on?
1: I was going to, and then it was like fill out all this other information. I was like, I don't know. Oh, it did. It. I yeah, it was just, like you need your email and have... your address, and because it's like if you get it right, <laughs> they'll send you like fifty thousand dollars. It's like no, I'm not going to win. You're just going to, you know, have all my information. Yeah. How many people shop at Big Lots, by the way? Because I have no idea, I've never I, shopped I, there.
0: I've never shopped there in be- before this year. They got a lot of decent stuff. Sure. And I started laughing because they said, "Hey, hey fill out the survey. You might get five hundred, or it was a thousand dollars, or five thousand dollars gift card, something like that, like something really significant." So I was like, "Oh, I, I'm going to definitely do this." Yeah, you might as well. So then I did it, and I was like, "Well, it must be between me and ten people because no one ever shops here. I never see <laughs> yeah, anybody here. You could win." And because um, I only go there for uh, for a couple things here and there, yeah. uh, like chips. And um, basically, I, I, did, I filled it out, took the time to fill it out, and I got nothing. So I'm a little pissed. Oh, um, but sorry. anyways, uh, <laughs> thanks. Pete Alonzo, my pick, my underdog, uh, not really underdog, but more so like kind of sly pick that no one's really going to think about because the Pirates aren't that good, is Josh Bell. Yeah. Uh, but then i also give my nod to Vlad Jr. as well because, yeah. I mean, I just saw him uh before on, on a video a couple of days ago just taking hacks. oh yeah no he and murders the baseball. only problem I, I see with him and i think we talked about it the other day during or uh, earlier today with the uh, backyard baseball yeah. thing he's a bigger he's guy he's a bigger guy and those yeah. bigger guys are like a prince fielder and type. Yeah, of they guys. tend to wear out they tend to wear uh, most of them tend to wear out a lot yeah. that's why i don't think carlos santana has any chance against pete alonso but yeah overall hey i don't think bregman or peterson can have a shot or chapman so i think vlad has that section but Look out for Acuna, though. Acuna is, sure. is a young guy. You know, a lot of these guys are, are, you know, his nationality and different stuff of that nature. I don't know exactly what nationality is, so I'm not going to call it out. But that's why you always see, like, Big Poppy out there and all, that, all these guys, you know, with their countrymen and stuff like that. It's kind of like a, what, what do they call it, the, um, the World Baseball Classic right now, yeah. where they have every nation that's in the in the major leagues out there talking right now and hanging out with each other. Because a lot of these guys, you know, with, on certain teams, they don't have the same nationality and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I mean, you saw uh, Wilson Ramos. I don't think anyone was... Uh, anything, Anyone else was Venezuelan on uh, the Nats for for a number of years? Like yeah, that. I don't know something like that. I don't know even what I'm talking about right now. Something about <laughs> A little uh, world history, world history. <laughs> cultural, uh, cultural lesson, I guess. I'm just trying to talk about somebody else. <laughs> I don't oh, know what i got what to say. Uh, But anyways, uh, Pete Alonso is my pick. Josh <laughs> sure. Bell is your pick. So we shall see Could them. Be hopefully. be fun. And then All Star Game tomorrow night. Yeah, All Star Game tomorrow night. So thanks again uh, for tuning in to the DC crossover episode number 36. A little truncated episode with a couple teams, the Nats and the Wiz. So hopefully next week we will have. Another brief interview with Jessica Town, our Philadelphia Phillies and Philadelphia Insider as a whole. And also next week, we will talk more about the Wizards and see if they make any more moves, uh, if they make any more moves. And then we'll talk more about the Nats and preview their second half right here on the D.C. Crossover. Any last thoughts, Mr. Simpson?
1: No, just a happy all-star break. There, there it, is. <laughs> there it, is. So it been is. A few words right at the All Star break, man. Anyways, that's episode number <laughs> thirty
0: six of the DC Crossover. Definitely check us out on all social media outlets at the DC Crossover on Twitter, DC Crossover Podcast on Facebook, and also check out our website dc because that's where our podcast is held and also on the podcast and apps apple podcast google Podcasts, and google play music for mr simpson i am mr sarone saying so long yet again for another episode of the dc crossover happy all-star break for the major league baseball if you don't like baseball screw off because we do thank you very much
1: <laughs> let's set fire to the